enjoying this 100% pre-recorded episode of Infendo Radio, you'll absolutely love the live stream. Head on over to twitch.tv slash Infendo Radio Thursday nights at 9.30 Eastern. 7.30, who gives a crap time? If you like cartoony Italian plumbers, you're in the right place. Infendo Radio is on now. Ladies, gentlemen, people of the world, hello and welcome to Infendo Radio episode 592. Um, My name is Lucas, and once again, we have a packed house tonight. We are here to talk to you about the latest and greatest in Nintendo, um, discuss our opinions on a whole bunch of things, maybe even have a little fun. Um, I'm joined by every human being under the sun who's ever been on this show in the last, like, two years. Uh, one of those human beings I'm picking pretty much at random is Eugene. Eugene, how you doing tonight? I'm doing just fine, Lucas. I'm glad you asked. Um, you didn't ask me, however, where you can find me and all I that stuff. How rude of you. I, I did. Well, I didn't want to know, but you're going to tell us. Anyway, <laughs> I'm, well, I'm going to tell you anyways, you know. Um, Infinite.com, just go there. That's, that's where the cool people go. All right, now somebody who I am interested to find out where you can find them is Steve. Uh, Steve, how are you doing tonight, and where can the people find you? Oh, I am doing okay. I can't believe you people pulled me away from Monster Hunter to record a podcast. This is ridiculous. Shame I can't believe it's not butter. So all the cool people, in addition to going to Infendo, go to linktr.ee forward slash gentus. Come join my Discord. It's a fun place. There you go. Justin, you exist. I don't. I don't know how to respond to that. Um, you can. Well, I've got nothing interesting to say. It's been a busy week, um, but not interestingly busy. Just busy. So um, I did do something worth mentioning. Um, I put up a new podcast at thedisneyparkbench.com. Go check that out. Um, also follow me on Twitter at. Infendo Justin, and you can also follow my Disney tweets at Utilidork. Fantastic. Well, like I said at the top of the show, we've got a good one for you tonight, folks. We're going to be discussing a topic from the heart of me. I came up with something that I want to talk about. Um, we might squeeze in a, a Justin game in between all that, and then we'll do our, our usual change the system. All You know, you, you guys know how this works. You've watched the show before. If you haven't, go to Infendo.com and watch some old shows. Um, so I was, I was sitting around putting our 130 into Monster Hunter Rise, and I, 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 had a, I had a thought come into my head. And I've had this thought a number of times before, but it kind of kind of struck me today. So I was like, let's let's talk about this. Let's make this a discussion topic, right? Um endings of video games. Um a lot of video games these days, like like your Splatoons, your Fortnites, your PUBGs, your whatever, they don't really have like a, a designated endpoint, right? You play them and the, the idea is to continue playing them as long as possible. And in a lot of cases, the financial motivation behind that is that you can continue buying, you know, new skins and DLC and stuff like that and support the developers 
forever by by you know continuing to play the same game you've been playing for the last ten years. Like a, a game like Minecraft, for example, that that never really ends. You know, then you have um, what I would call more like traditional games, like you know Final Fantasy, Mario, whatever you know Zelda, that that really do kind of have like even even a game like Breath of the Wild, which is massive in scope, it kind of has like a defined endpoint, right? And my question to you guys is, like, how do you feel about, like, this kind of new generation, quote-unquote, of games that that never really ends? Is that a good thing? Because it gives us, like, you know, a lifetime of gaming to experience? Or can it be kind of a bad thing because it kind of keeps us in, like, a one-dimensional bubble and prevents us from, like, you know, exploring... I mean, I mean back in the day, like, video games took, like, five hours, right? You know? Mm -hmm. So, um, you'd, you'd play a game, and it would either be so ridiculously hard that you could never finish it, or you'd dedicate your life to trying to finish it, or you'd play it, and you'd be done, and you'd move on, and you probably couldn't even save anyway, because that wasn't even invented for a long time, and, you know, you'd move on to the next game. Um, I don't know. Just shoot from the hip. What do you guys think about this? Do you have Do you have opinions? Do you even care? Is there room for both in your world? Like, tell me what you think. <laughs> I th I think it depends on the game. Mm. Um, I'm so like. Let's take Monster Hunter for instance, because that's where this whole thing starts. Um, I love the fact that Monster Hunter rises out. We've bought it. There's probably going to be some DLC that we'll have to purchase sometime next year. But I love the fact that we're going to be able to continue playing this game. They're going to keep adding on to it. They're going to keep give us incentive to play. Um, Splatoon was very much the same way. We didn't expect DLC for that game, paid DLC, but we got it. We <laughs> knew that they were going to continue to support it for quite a while. Um, I like games like that, but on the flip side, it is still nice to have a traditional game. Um, like a game like Fez, for instance, that I played last week. Yeah. It was nice to start the game, end the game, and have a complete experience. So, I don't know. I I guess I'm kind of in both worlds. It just, well, it just really depends on the game. That's kind of where I fall, too, right? Because it's like, on the one hand, it's like, wow, I can play Monster Hunter until I die. That's fun. But then on the other hand, you know, I, I miss that kind of feeling of... Like, like, I remember, I don't know why, but for some reason Paper Mario The Thousand Year Door always stands out in my head um, as that game that, like, I was like, I'm, I'm at the final area and I could finish it, but I really don't want to. So I'm, like, you know, reading every secret to go and collect, you know, all the secret things I missed and put, putting all this time into the game to make it last as long as possible. But there was something about, like, actually being able to say, like, it's over that gives you this kind of satisfied, like... You know, everything has to end, right? Like it, it, that's just like the the law of nature that, that things have to have like a beginning and an ending. So it almost feels like kind of nice to be able to put it to rest and start on something completely different. So I don't really so, know where I fall either. Well, I know I know Justin's dying to say something, and you can go <laughs> in just a sec. Um, I I think for me the difference between a game with an end and a game without an end boils down to a single word for me: hmm. multiplayer. Mm. If it's a yeah, multiplayer game, it can just go on and on and on, and I really don't care. Rocket that's League fair. is another one that comes to mind. Well, I mean, um, that's just kind of the nature of multiplayer games anyway, though. Right. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. single-player games uh, yeah. typically don't... They're not meant to not end. Yeah, even a, even a huge one, like, again, like your Breath of the Wild, or in my case, like a Skyrim kind of game, right? Like, you can play it for 500 hours, but you can also beat it in, like, 30 and, and roll mm -hmm. credits and have a satisfying ending to, like, the story. So, yeah, 
get that. Yeah, I mean, yeah. So I'm I'm really with with uh, Steve on this one because, like, I either want that game, you know, like your Breath of the Wilds and your Red Dead Redemption stuff like that, where I'm going to spend hundreds of hours just exploring every aspect of it and getting immersed in it. Or I want a game like a game that I was reminded of earlier because the the soundtrack played on my on my iPod, um, Lifeless Planet, where the entire game is a very linear mm-hmm. like six hour story, yeah. But it's incredibly memorable and and emotional and all that. And so like I tend to fall into either one category or the other depending on. You know what kind of game it is like if it's a story-based game i want it to end within like 10 hours because yeah. i don't want to devote that much time to it if it's going to be a an immersive game i want it to be something that i can just you know like like you said i i did with red dead redemption 2 what you did with with paper mario yeah. like i had to finish every single side quest before... just because you don't want you love this thing it's become a part of you right and to end it will be to kind of cut that part off abruptly right so Especially you gotta kind of red dead redemption because you, you yeah know. you gotta kind of work your way into getting sick of it by by doing everything there is to do yeah no i totally get that kind of kind of to your point too and i know poor eugene probably wants to say something but um but but to your point i think my perfect like like game with an end length is like 15 hours like that luigi's mansion kind of game that you can play in a single day if you sit down at 8 a.m and you binge it until like midnight that night kind of thing you know like i i love those kind of games pikmin one has kind of the same length so I think that's kind of my my ideal like game for a for a narrative based game is something I can just binge an entire day or play through a weekend, you know. Thank you for reminding me that I need to finish Luigi's Mansion. Oh my, have you never finished Luigi's Mansion? Um, I've finished the first one. I have not finished either of the others and and Luigi's Mansion 3 is obviously the one I'm talking about here, but Get on that. Off, off topic. <laughs> Nothing's off topic. I haven't beaten the arcade one either. Except for Eugene, maybe? Yeah, I honestly, I'm pretty much going to give the same answers and echo. So we're all incredibly wishy washy. (laughs) The one thing I will say. This is a stimulating debate we have here. The one thing that I will say that's a little bit, I guess, contrarian is that it it just depends on the mood that I'm in, the Mm. type of game that I want, right? So, um, like, sometimes I actually do want to play a 40 hour type game, but on other you know occasions i just kind of want to go back to pokemon go a game that i probably played a thousand hours of mm-hmm. yeah i guess um i guess at the end of the day the real thing is you can only have like one or two of those never-ending game experiences right like i've tried to get into splatoon i've tried to get into PUBG, i've tried to get into this and that but i've got pokemon that never really ends and i've got monster hunter and those are kind of my big two and yeah. anything else, I I can say that I could play forever, but there's going to come a day where I put it down and I don't pick it back up for, like, you know, five months, a year, whatever. Because, I mean, you can't, you can't juggle that many things that, that go from being just, like, a straight-up game to being, like, an actual part of your life, right? There's got to be a, a cutoff point there. Well, especially for me where, you know, like, I don't have a whole lot of gaming time. Like, I mm-hmm. play an hour maybe two hours a night sometimes i don't play at all at night so like if i'm going to devote 
this only chunk of time that I have to play games to a game, it has to either be something that I will get lost in and, and enjoy my time, or something where I can play and feel like I've accomplished something when I get to, to you know, time to put it down. Yeah, um, sure. Which is one reason why I don't tend to get into these games that take 10, 20, 30 hours. Bug Fables is actually a game that we were discussing over the course of the week that was on sale. It's a game that I really want to play, but it takes about 30 hours to beat, and that's just not an amount of time that I have to devote to playing games, yeah. so I passed on it. But something, again, like Lifeless Planet, I'm thinking, you know, I want to play that game again, because I know I can beat it in a weekend. Yeah. Well, and I guess, um, you know, I when I think about, like... When I was thinking about this topic, I was thinking about, again, like, you know, PUBG or something like that, Monster Hunter, games that are a little mm -hmm. bit newer, at least as far as I'm concerned, games that I didn't really get into until, like, the last 10 years or so. But, um, I mean, there have kind of always been games like this, right? The Mario sports games are yeah. kind of are kind of permanent experiences. Well, I guess there's Smash a... Smash Bros, you know? There's a very... I don't, I don't know. I guess, like, the, these newer games that are, like... Um, that, you know, that never ending because they keep re introducing content. I think their technical term is like games as a service or something like that, right? Mm. Right. And so, like these type of games, I think um, fill that niche for people like me who probably would still be playing GoldenEye to this day if GoldenEye was a games as a service. You know, like yeah. I right. Yeah. So yeah. like like this idea of especially, you know, we talked about multiplayer, this idea of a multiplayer that pretty much never ends, I think, is mm -hmm. a great thing. I mean, on 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 the downside, it means it's hard to go like you either never get any sequels like Mario Kart or you get annual sequels like your Call of Duties and stuff like that. That kind of but, rehash the same old, same old. Yeah, right. But this idea of you buy this game. And, and and like every week, every month, or whatever, something new is going to come out to entice you to come back. You know, uh, Rocket League was you know one of those for mm -hmm. me for a time, and you know, like those those are a good way to keep games keep you engaged with the games longer than you normally would be. It is kind of hard mode though for people with an addictive personality, right? Because I mean, like, like you know, if or you're people if you're, with a short attention span who can't devote the time to it. Well, yeah, that too. But 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 I'm thinking like specifically like the kind of people that that buy into like you know, especially the the games that are insidious about it, where it's like, hey, we have all these nice new loot crates that you can, you know, that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. But I mean, I mean, money aside, even if it's just a matter of time, like you know you only have so much time to put into this stuff right and if one game is eating up all your time it, it can really kind of take you away from like i feel like i used to experience a lot more games because i used to play games that had like a set ending and now it's like i've got like my two or three game camps that i tend to really go into and then i've got all of these great games that i'm really looking forward to playing on my switch that that like like bug fables for example that i really want but you know, if it's a matter of starting a brand new game or continuing this, this like, you know, Monster Hunter epic that I've been on for the last, like, 15 years. I know it hasn't been 15 years, but you know what I mean. Like, mm -hmm. I, I tend to gravitate toward the the one that's more of kind of a, like Eugene was saying, like a game as a service kind of thing. I, I don't know. It's just... I, um, I just I, went through that last week. Wasn't I just telling yeah. you, like, two days before the uh, before the Monster Hunter thing was announced? 
mm-hmm. that oh yeah you know we're just about done with the main part of monster mm-hmm. hunter waiting for version two and and now here we I'll are play doom yeah. and well i ain't gonna play doom anytime soon i got plans now my time is yeah. spoken for yeah it's uh i don't know it's it's not like an inherently bad thing but it's just one of those things that it's kind of changed how i think how i play games you know and i think that's kind of why i wanted to talk about it because like you know i don't know there's that part of me that that misses like trying like 20 new games in a month instead of just playing like one super big one you know right um and then the opposite side of it is you know i got used i'm used to the n64 days and you know the wii u days where you only got one or two new games Mm -hmm. a year um and so you got the most out of them um one thing like i hesitated on getting immortals phoenix rising because i knew it was a game that i was either going to burn out on completely or Mm -hmm. i would just completely fall into like breath of the wild and you know play for dozens of hours and i was going somewhere with this related to what lucas said and it is gone now so (laughs) um oh oh, i remember now um i ended up waiting until that game went on sale because Mm -hmm. i just couldn't like commit to spending that much money on a game that i might not put as much into as you know i thought i was going to want to and yeah and and thus far it's true i haven't played it as much as i want to i'm enjoying it but i i see myself pivoting in um in the next few years back to maybe more games and less time in each one kind of thing you know like i'll i'll always have these like these monster hunter games with steve where it's like you know we got to get on we got to play kind of stuff but when I'm playing games by myself, I don't know, I, I, I'd i like to experience more things, you know, as opposed to just experiencing the same thing over and over again. So I, I could see I'm, myself pivoting. I'm finding I generally don't play games by myself anymore. Mm. Like, I've got the Monster Hunters that I play with you. I've got, you know, the Luigi's Mansions and the uh, Mario... What was the Mario game that just came out with Bowser's Fury? Um, oh, Mario 3D World? Yeah. Like, I've got those games that I play with my wife, but I have a hard time just sitting down and playing a game by myself anymore. Well, I haven't even played a game on the TV in, like, years and years. Like, that was one of the things about, like, in college when I had a roommate who lived in the same, like, room as me. Like, I'd play the game, but as I was playing the game, we'd be talking about it, you know? We'd be... We'd be sharing our, our thoughts and our experiences and stuff about whatever game we were playing. So it kind of made playing the game more fun. Now, when I play by myself, it's just like, you know, you're sitting there staring at a screen. It's a lot less social. Okay, so I've got a proposition for you. Mm-hmm. When the new Switch Lite comes out, I'll buy it, and then I'll wipe my Switch Lite, and I'll send it to you. There we go. There you Sounds go. like yeah. a plan. Uh, to, well... which, to which DJ in our chat replies, hashtag docked life. So I'm Sheesh. guessing he only plays on the dock. Yeah, I, that I don't used think... to be me, but now I mostly play, you know, laying in bed with that neck thing on. So, you know. I think I could probably count the hours that I've played my Switch in docked mode on one hand. So, wow. You know, yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know. I just, there's something about just being able to hold the screen, like, right in front of your face and play that just it's more convenient to me. But that's a debate topic for another episode of Infendo Radio. Um, We're going to take a very quick break while we figure out the order of what we're going to be doing things in, and we'll be back on the other side of it with maybe a game, maybe something else. Go to Infendo.com and join our Discord and ask us a question. 
Yeah, do that. Thank you, Justin. You always throw me off with that. Um, we're back. <laughs> we're going to play the shortest of games. Justin has apparently two um, games for bad game descriptions. Do you guys remember bad game descriptions? This I do. Game do you remember this, games? This is a Steve favorite. Yeah, so this is a game. Um, Go to Infendo. I'll, 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 I'll tee you up, Justin. Um, this is a game. Where you find sorry, some I didn't mean to speak out of turn. It's fine, it's fine, it's what we do. Um, <laughs> we find some descriptions of games that we consider particularly bad. The games themselves might not be bad, but the descriptions most definitely are. Yeah. Sometimes they're poorly translated through like a Google auto translate kind of situation. <laughs> um, and then we try to guess the price of the game based on the very limited information in front of us. So, Justin, take it away. Okay, well, we've got. Two of them tonight, not sure if Lucas said that, but uh, one of them is my pick, the other one is a Patreon pick. Well, we don't have Patreon what? anymore, a <laughs> listener pick. There we go. We have Sorry. a secret Patreon that you don't know about and cannot join. <laughs> I, I, I still think it's 2020. It went on for so long that, it's you know, it's like it never fact, ended. you can give me money on my Linktree account. Get the okay, so... Um, Steve, can you participate in this? I guess you don't know the price, you just know what the name of the game is, right? No, I saw the price in the original picture, so that one I have to stay out of. Okay, Fantastic. So, Steve, so Steve cannot win this one. It is between Lucas and Eugene. Steve literally cannot win the game, then. Steve can only it's tie fine. at best. It's fine. It's fine. That's, that's right. fine. I, I might be able to get my obligatory point this week. So here is the bad game description that y'all are going to have to find the price of. Be you a cute kitten? Oh, I do. It is a beautiful 2D pixel art game for all ages, where you are a cat. You must avoid obstacles and beat enemies looking for the end of each stage. And is that, that it? is the entire description. <laughs> Thank Be you, Be you a cute kitten. Go. Um, Eugene, I guess in the spirit of gentlemanness, I will offer to go first so that you have the advantage. <laughs> sure. Is that, is that fair? Okay. Um, I'm going to say that this game, um, there's no way this game costs more than $5, right? Um, I'm going to say that this is a $4.99 price tag, and I'm going to sit there and hope that I'm right. All right, well, Eugene. Um... Gosh, um, with a description like that, how can it be any more than 99 cents? All right, are we Come locked on, in with our final game answers? designers who believe in themselves. Yep, we're <laughs> locked in. Okay, the actual retail price of Dot Cat is $9.99, so Lucas still Woo! wins. But he was wrong in his assumption that it is not more than $5. That's okay. I went <laughs> high and I like it. Um, okay, now for a round that Steve can participate in. Yes. All right. So I did participate in that one. I forced Justin to do it. I, I, I stumbled onto this one as we were preparing for the show and said, I definitely need to use this for a bad game description. And here we go. There are a lot of heart emojis in this bad game description, by mm. the way. I like it. This is your island, your adventure. Animal Crossing. Instant vacation <laughs> on your own tropical island. Animal Decorate Animal the Crossing. island. Dress Animal up. Crossing. Collect insects. Animal grow Crossing. crops and help your new neighbors. Minecraft. <laughs> on this game, you can do whatever you want. Bullet points, which are actually em heart emoji points. Perfect. Naturally. Fun activities. Grow plants. 
create your own outfit, decorate your island, help the villager out, enjoy the seasons and various events. What will you like to do today? Wow, this is so transparent, isn't it? <laughs> well, is the price transparent? Um, what do you think? Let's go with Steve since he didn't get to play the last round. Or okay. would Steve like to go last? No, Steve would like to go first. Uh, Steve is going to bid $14.99. All right. That's good. That's a good, good guess. I'm going to go next, and my guess is going to be $19.99. Okay. Some Ooh. bitch is trying to snipe me. Lucas, are you going high or low? Or in the middle. Um... <laughs> God, I it could be a twenty dollar game, right? Like it feels like a twenty dollar game. Um, oh man, I'm gonna say I'm I'm gonna price is right this and be the biggest jerk. I'm gonna say uh, what did Eugene say? Nineteen ninety nine. I did. I'm gonna say twenty dollars on the button. Oh my god, I hope. And it's I'm hoping that it's, I'm hoping that it's like a twenty five dollar game. Well, as a matter of fact, one of you did get the price on the button. The actual retail price... That's worth price, an extra point, right? The actual retail price for Castaway Paradise is nineteen ninety nine. Dang! And I have a feeling Eugene saw this in the eShop. No, I just... That was I a just, lucky guess. That, it's just a lucky wow. guess. My God, right, I, Justin, I, you have you're... to go check this thing out in the eShop. Like, it is so, as Lucas said, transparently... Lucas, that look, has we're, burn. we're almost you... Animal Crossing. Uh, well, I couldn't, I couldn't win, but you know what? I had fun playing, and that's all that matters. <laughs> um, no, your homework for this week now is to download this game and tell us how it is. So. I am yeah. not downloading this game for twenty dollars. It's only twenty dollars, dude. Give it a give it a play. It's only like a third of our paychecks. So uh, don't worry. It's four Starbucks visits. No big deal. Yeah, exactly. Um, well, that yes, was. Yes, but I get something free if I go to Starbucks often enough. This will hey, just kill me slowly. You get the freedom of playing a really fun game. That's definitely not a ripoff of Animal Crossing. Um, we will be back with a game episode. We decided this at, on, on the top of episode 590 that every five episodes we're going to like dedicate the episode to games. So we'll be playing a big old game on, on episode 595. Maybe it'll be bad game descriptions. Send us your games that you want us to badly describe on Twitter or somewhere and <laughs> Discord and we'll maybe add them. I don't mm -hmm. know. That seems like something we should do. Um, let's talk about the games we've been playing. And since Eugene, I feel like you won, even though we kind of tied because you got it right on the nose. Do you want to start? <laughs> do you want to tell us about the games you've been playing? I Don't say do want to talk about the games that <laughs> I've been playing. Um, I've been playing this game called Bad Game Descriptions, and I won at the very end because I got it for the exact price. It was really cool. Um, but before that, I... Honestly, guys, the same games. Grendel's Cave has encapsulated my life. I'm not going to say whether or not I'm playing it right now. Oh, I'm, not, I'm also not going to tell you whether or not I play it while clients are looking for their password while I'm at work. Oh, um, <laughs> but I will tell you that this is a very cool game. Um, oh, jeez. I almost beat Grendel, um, but some a-hole... Just, uh, killed the kingdom before I did, so I had to, had to sail over to another kingdom and start fresh. 
um, because the kingdom died and we got to start over. Um, but that's okay um, because I get to, you know, build my character again and get myself a nice poison, sapping, paralyzing, stoning whip and go to town because that's what I do. Um, yeah, but you guys don't care about this game. So I'm going to pass the torch right. to somebody is else. It, is unless it a grindy game? Um, it can. If you don't... Okay, here's the thing, Steve. This is a and game... you said we didn't care. This is a game kind of like a Dark Souls where you will die a lot. Uh, especially okay. because it's a game that doesn't tell you what to do. You know, like you kind of have to figure out like, oh, well... My character is hungry and I'm a fairy, but I can't eat this food. So I let me try eating these flowers. Well, that worked. And that's yeah, the type of the game thoughts, you're playing. Those are the thoughts that go through my head every day. <laughs> that, he's yeah, not so, being sarcastic either. <laughs> I just got to get those flowers. <laughs> so um, I would say, yeah, it's very grindy. Okay. But if you know what you're doing or like you're, you know, pairing with somebody who does know then you know you can or you have a spreadsheet you probably need a spreadsheet for this game mm. um but yeah I like i don't know sold. i don't even know really what else to say about it other than like it's a game that you can play on your phone or your tablet you know because it's like literally just a browser game so you know so i can play it while i'm at work you could yeah it's uh like now i said now we're sold I think it plays best on tablet, honestly. Um, that's where I... We have left so much incriminating I have an iPad. <laughs> <laughs> I was it's, just going to say, not that any of us would play video I games. I could play it not. during my meetings at work. When I'm <laughs> for what it's worth, my boss, my boss says if there's nothing going on and you're on the desk, it's fine. Yeah, so, but I would say um, it's not for the faint of heart either. Because it's, it's tough. Like, it's an old school game. Well, and you know, it's this... old tough. It's not like, you know, like, like even a game like um, like Dark Souls, you know, has some, like, explainers and stuff. But this is like Final Fantasy 1 dropped into the world. Hope you know what you're doing. Here's some cryptic hints. Exactly. Stuff, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And, and honestly, that's kind of part of the fun of the game. Yeah. Because I, uh, and here I am talking more about it when I said I wouldn't. Um, I... It's because I brought it. I, I love I, it. I, talk about it. I played this game when I was a kid. Like, you know, this game came out in 97, and I'm pretty sure I was playing it in, like, 97 or 98 when I was in middle school, you know? So um, it has, like, old school roots because it came out, you know, back, back in the day. And moreover, it's like a text adventure, you know? So, like, you're not... It's not, like, graphical in any means. You, there's, like, portraits of places that you can, like, click on and stuff. But, you know, that's about it. Um... It's tough, but it's fun, and that's my type of game. You know, if you if you in the day back in the day liked to play um, Ghosts and Goblins, and that was your jam, this is the type of game that you're in for. This is absolutely okay. not the type of game for me. Understand? <laughs> <laughs> I will stick to Oregon Trail. <laughs> <laughs> but that's it for me. Unless you guys want to talk about my Pokemon, because uh, there was a fun event. Did you uh Was there? I don't I think I missed that. Um I it was just like a like a, that one hour timed event thing. There was like a uh I can't even remember what it was for. It was like a friendship event on Saturday or something like that. Well I'll I'll oh, yeah, back. I asked Lucas about that and he oh, had yeah. an answer. I totally missed it. <laughs> um, but I will piggyback and make this my segment because I love to do that. Um, yes. I've been playing a lot of um, Pokemon Go thanks to one of our listeners and friends, Slacker Monkey. 
Um, he's got a little station set up now in Steve's Discord where he pings all of us who, who play the game. And we've been doing, like, five-star raids. Like, we just did a Thunderous today. So that's been, that's been fun, you know? Like, I, I feel like um, I finally got, like, a big enough group that I can just, like, spontaneously join these things. And it's like, hey, look at that, you know? So that's nice. Um, really, that's kind of it, though, for me with Pokemon Go. I just kind of play it when I'm bored, you know? So I haven't caught anything interesting other than that Nidoran that I already talked about last week. Um, I have been playing a lot of Monster Hunter, though. So, um, can we go over the news real quick for people, you know? Let's, yeah, so so they came so, out with a, did you want to do that? I don't mind. <laughs> no, uh, yeah, I can do it. So, this is important to Steve. We, this is, oh, okay, so this was huge for me. Like, I am so hooked on this game, you guys, so I'm going to hijack this. Um, they announced a Monster Hunter um, Direct, essentially. It was called a digital event. And I didn't it was, watch it. It was, what, Tuesday morning, Lucas? Um, as soon as I found out about it, I created a, a channel on my Discord, told people they could mute the channel, there will be spoilers, and I watched it live with DJ because he was, I, you know, he was up at the same time. It was at 7 a.m. And so we got version 2.0. We got some new Elder Dragons, uh, Kushala Deora, um, uh, shoot, Teostra, who's the other one, Lucas? Camellios. And then we got that stupid son of a gun that shoots the little bombs out that I hate. Basil Geist. Oh, Basil Geist is a nightmare. He's fine. Um, <laughs> Isn't that got the song from Sound of Music? It's also the character, the character from, from the hit animated movie Beetlejuice. Yep. Um, what Just else be careful you don't say Beetlejuice three times because if you say Beetle, oh boy. <laughs> So we also got the Apex monsters that were already in the game are going to be in regular hunts, and then they gave us Apex Diablos and Apex Rathalos in those other missions that I didn't like at first, the Rampage missions. <sighs> um, they broke the level cap, so we can now go up to level 999, and I think that's about it, wasn't it? That's pretty much it. I may or may not have been a little bit excited, in case you could so anyway, I've been playing that, and I don't really know what else to say because we kind of just told you about everything. Mm -hmm. um, it's uh, it's fun. It's good. I like it. Um, it fixes some issues I had with the game. There's more stuff to do now. It feels a little bit more complete. And it seems like there's going to be more stuff to do for the foreseeable future. So that's uh, yeah. really solid because the one area where I felt like this game was a little lacking, well, two areas. I thought the game was a little too easy. Um, and I thought that the game was um, a little lacking in terms of content, which is something that right. the main games tend to do before, like, the ultimate version comes out. Um, it kind of fixes both of those. So mm. that was, you know, really nice and really nifty, and I like it. And if you're playing Monster Hunter, you should play it with me because I enjoy this game. Um, oh, the other, we got layered armor. We can now craft layered armor. That was the other big one. That is a thing, which for those of you who are listening to the show and do not play the game, probably have no idea what we're talking about. Um, it's cosmetic stuff. It's something, I yeah. believe, new to this game where you can um, craft your own armor and have it like show up, but not have it reflect like what your actual stats and stuff are, which is nice for yeah. some people. I don't really use it, but you know, to each their own. Um, and that's really about it. I haven't really been playing that many other games. It, I, again, really, it's just kind of a monster hunter. Um, 
God, I, I want to say that I've been playing something else, but I don't really think I have. Um, Pokemon Snap comes out tomorrow or today or whenever. Um, it came I, out today. I want it, but I'm going to hold off for a long while because it seems like a better game to get for like a birthday or something like that. So I'm kind of just like, I, I was like, hey, I'm mom and dad. Good things about it. Oh, I'm sure it's I'm sure it's great. You know, I love the original, but but. You know, to, to just buy it and throw it on the list, I don't know, it just seems a little unceremonious. So I was like, Mom and Dad, guess what? This game came out and I kind of want it, but I'm not going to buy it, so... That that shelf of shame is getting pretty pretty uh, weighed down. Yeah, I've my, got a lot is, of games to power through. My shelf of shame is digital, and you should feel the weight on my Switch. It's oh. horrible. Like, I, like, uh, my, my shelf of shame is, is so weighed down that I had to buy a bigger shelf. I now have a <laughs> one terabyte uh, micro SD card in my mm -hmm. Switch full of games that I yes. will probably never play. Welcome to the like, terabyte club, friend. I keep telling myself that I'm going to jump into Bug Fables and really, like, get that game out, you know, like, really play it. Because I did, like, the first dungeon and I loved it. But um, I just, I haven't, you know, I, I keep going back to Monster Hunter. And that was what kind of inspired the story um, at the at the beginning of the show, the discussion. is just that, like, you know, with this game that, like, seemingly never ends, I just, I don't seem to have time to, to play other games, you know? I'm already playing something that I love, so I don't want to pivot, you know? Welcome to Infendo Radio, where we talk about games, but we don't actually play them. Exactly. Right. Um, well, Justin, I guess in the interest of talking about the games that you may or may not have been playing, why don't you tell us what you've been up to? Alright, well, I have been doing a little bit of playing, not a whole lot, like less so than most other weeks. Um, I have put some more time into Immortals. Um, I'm, I'm digging it. It's kind of like, the reviews said this, but... And, and I can confirm, it's Breath of the Wild, but it's not. Um, the battle system in particular, um, like, if you imagine taking the combat from Hyrule Warriors and putting it in Breath of the Wild, that's kind of what this is. Like, instead of just having a single attack button, you have a quick weak attack button and a, uh, you know, slow strong attack button. Mm -hmm. And the order in which you press them and uh, gives you different combos and different strength of attacks so it's uh, and there's a lot more like dodging and parrying required yeah. to keep your your ass from getting kicked basically um so it's definitely a much more engaging battle system than breath of the wild ever was so i'm kind of digging that at the same time that's kind of a pain when you're laying in bed with your you know <laughs> with your arms crossed and a Joy-Con in each hand to try and be that strenuous. But, um, yeah, it's definitely, a, like I said, a more engaging experience. So can I can I have a conversation with you about this game? Because Because I um, put some time into it, but I kind of fell off of it. Um, do you find that the... How do I even describe this? You know how it feels a little cheapish? We've talked about that. It doesn't have quite that that Nintendo polish to it. There's a, there's an aspect, like you, it could it's, be a GameCube game, you know, that kind of thing. Yeah. Um, it, does, it feels, yeah. Do you find that repelling? Like, like I, I, and I mean that like literally, like I, I literally found myself kind of drifting away from it for, for whatever reason, just because it, it felt kind of, you know, janky, kind of, kind of jank. I, I mean, it's definitely like, Let's let's be honest. Take the cell shading away from Breath of the Wild, and that's a pretty simple and ugly game. Um, but 
um, like, this falls into the category of, and we may have discussed this before, but I don't care what a game looks like as long as it's fun to play. Mm. And, like, good-looking games are amazing and immersive, but, like, and I'm sure, See, like, I haven't bought this on a different system yet. I'm waiting for it to go on sale on the Xbox so that I can transfer my save and, and play between the two systems. But, um, yeah, I mean, it definitely, it looks like a second-rate Breath of the Wild. Like, where, you know, they, they, they're trying to do what, what Nintendo did, but they're just not gonna spend five years making yeah. it. <laughs> well, and it's, it's less about, like, like I, I agree with you about, like, you could care, care less what a game looks like when it comes to, like, art style. Like, you want to do 2D, you want to do 3D, you want to do cel-shaded, you want to do, you know, realistic, whatever. Like, that really doesn't play for me, usually. But this one, it, it's it's not even so much, like, art style as it is just kind of like, you know, yeah, this could have been a game that a group of kids worked on at Full Sail as, like, their senior project and they brought it to Ubisoft. Like, that kind of feeling, you know? And I don't know. It's just there's something about it that, like, it's a, it's an interesting game. It's a it's a cool game, and I'd like to get back into it. But I I have a kind of a barrier to entry, and it, 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 it I think it just kind of takes me out of the immersion. It reminds me that I'm playing a game, and, you know, there's something about that that I just can't quite get into, I guess. Yeah, it's. I definitely find like it's not. I'm not as engaged with it as I have been with other open world games like Skyrim, like Breath of the Wild. Mm -hmm. um, the Witcher uh, Three is also another one where like there's so much to do and 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 all that, but I just can't quite get myself in there. Um, but um, I mean, I'm enjoying it when I sit down and play it and devote time to it. I enjoy it, and I love the exploration. One criticism I do have thus far, and I've only played it for uh, probably a half dozen hours or so, but um, the one criticism I do have is, as sparse as the world of Breath of the Wild was, there were still communities. Like, you could go into a town and meet mm. NPCs and do things that weren't explore and and battle. And thus far, I haven't found any of that in Immortals. It pretty much is kind just of, the, yeah, yeah, the open wild world. So kind of takes the problem I had with Breath of the Wild and and magnifies it. Almost, <laughs> right. right. Instead of instead of there being more towns and things to explore, there's like none at all. Yeah, I get that. Yeah. So so that I, I think is a bit of an issue. But I mean, because the combat is more engaging and the puzzles are are somewhat different and. All that, like, like I just came to an area where, um, and I mentioned this in a previous, I'm talking about this game far more than I intended, um, I mentioned in a previous episode the orb puzzles, where you have, like, a constellation that you have to create mm -hmm. by carrying orbs to a grid and placing them properly. Yeah. Oh, I came to a section where you had to, you know, create the constellation of, I think, six orbs, and there was one orb next to the grid and the other five were just scattered all over this huge area and in order to get each orb you had to solve a different type of puzzle mm -hmm. and a couple of them stumped me like like they i never had to consult the guide or or play through or anything but there were a couple of times where i was really kind of banging my head against a puzzle yeah. before like it was like oh duh there it is mm -hmm. um so like it, it's good in that. Like, I was afraid yeah. that it would feel 
Like, sometimes when other companies do a Zelda, they just don't quite get those puzzles quite right. Yeah. But um, some of them in, in this are, are, are good, and I don't know, like, it's... It's gonna buy. It's gonna hold me over for a while until you know the next big thing Every, comes out. Everything you're talking about is reminding me of my time playing Blossom Tale. Honestly, you know, like it's, uh, it's it's not open world, but it's like trying to be Zelda, you know, and yeah. it like yeah. gets so close. Well, that's so kind of close. that's kind of me with Okami, right? Like it's it's like. You're playing it, and you're like, "Yeah, this is almost Zelda." You know, this feels this feels good. This is this is close enough. See, yeah, I couldn't I have, get into a comedy, but issue. part of that was because I spent like two hours in that opening cutscene and said, "Screw this, I'm done." <laughs> See, I had that same issue with um, Kaze and the Wild Masks, the Donkey mm. Kong one. Yeah, and I was like, "It's doing the right things, but it's not it Donkey just Kong." Doesn't feel like Donkey Kong. That's You'd almost ukulele. rather play. Yeah, yeah both ukulele games come so mm-hmm. close to yeah. what they're trying to emulate, but but they lack that 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 one extra layer of of yeah. whatever it is. Yeah, the Miyamoto shine. Yeah. yeah, ukulele was so close for me. Like I liked it, but it it had that 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 little bit of you know something that it couldn't quite get right. You know, it, whether it was just a little too short or, or there was something well, about I, it. Yeah. I can tell you exactly what Impossible Layer did wrong. It was the world map. If it didn't yeah. have that, it, I would, I probably would have 100% of that game. Yeah, I didn't really mind the world map, but I, I find that I'm just not really a, a Donkey Kong Country person. I guess like they're you're, fine games, but you're you know, dead they're to not. Me. Yeah, they're just so, they're not like like out of out of out of all of the types of like classic 2D platformers, Donkey Kong Country doesn't really hold me quite as well, you know? Yeah. yeah. Um, I did start a new game this week, but I barely played any of it, so I'll have to talk more about next next time, but, um, I, uh, I purchased, um, Little Nightmares. Uh, I saw you playing that. Yeah, which I'd seen a gameplay video of somebody playing the, the sequel, and I'm like, oh, I had no idea what this game was, but this looks interesting. It's kind of like the the Xbox, and it's on the Switch now too. The Limbo, where mm-hmm. it's kind of a you know you got to go from from point A to point B, and there are obstacles that mm-hmm. will kill you in one hit, and you got to keep doing it. Um, I haven't gotten to anything truly difficult or challenging or funny yet, but um, but it looks like glowing an review. Experience. <laughs> Um, but I'll have more to talk about next week, as well as I just downloaded the Metopia uh, demo, so I'll play uh, a little bit of that and, and give my report on it. God, I wanted to get into that game when it first came out. Apparently, so it's did got I. like a crazy update to the Me Builder or the. Oh Mii my Mii. God, that's the, that's got me so excited. God, I yeah. hope Me's are back. I want, I want, you know, what? just re-release. Wii Sports and Wii Sports Resort, call it Me Sports, and let me use so, these advanced Mies. So can I make Mies in Metopia? Then I don't have to make yes. them on my Switch. Oh, that might be a deal. And the Me Maker is apparently so advanced that yeah. you can create like I saw somebody created like banjo. I saw a beautiful joke. Sonic. It was cool. I was gonna yeah. say you tweeted the Sonic one. I think I retweeted it, at Lucas. Is there is there a shareable feature where you can go on and download other people's? Oh, oh cool. man, yep. 
This is this is getting interesting. <laughs> right, like like instead of paying sixty dollars for Pokemon Snap, I may end up just paying fifty dollars for Metopia for Jeez. some bizarre reason. <laughs> like well, again, it's that Nintendo layer of polish you, mm. that you know. Like there's something about it that you can't put the your finger on. The 3DS one was fun. Perfect. Did you you guys played that right? I played a little bit of it. I think I just played the demo though. Um, Metopia? No, I've never played it. Um, I That's wanted cool. to try it on 3DS, but never, um, never wanted well, to spend the money. Well, there's a there's like an Oregon Trail aspect to it too. I keep going back to that game tonight, where like you know, <laughs> like I, I I think in the demo I made like us as the as the party and stuff, and just like right. wandered around fighting my old boss oh, from the theater. Is that stuff, what Metopia know? is? That's the RPG. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, that was the one I wanted. That I get it on played. Switch. It's coming soon. Yeah. Crap. I'm gonna have to download the demo. Yep. <laughs> Okay. Well, so yeah, for, for I've now officially I think spent more time talking about the games that I'm playing than I've actually spent playing them. So Eugene, <laughs> what have you got? Oh, you already went. Yeah, well, I've been playing gone. this game called Grendel's Cave, and it... <laughs> yeah, you guys probably don't want to hear I'm, about it. I'm, oh, you do I'm want having, to hear about it? I'm having Groundhog Day. <laughs> I guess because Steve interrupted Lucas, yeah. um, everybody's gone. It's at this point. it's it's my new mo. I like to interrupt. Um. I've been playing this little game called Monster Hunter. I don't know if you guys have heard about it. So let me tell you guys a little bit about Monster Hunter. (laughs) (laughs) So it's gotten bad. So now that this update is out and there's all the new stuff I can do, it's time to build the spreadsheet, you guys. Oh, no. It's gotten that bad. The spreadsheet is coming. No, no, no. Uh, Why don't you just go online and use somebody else's spreadsheet? Because uh, no, they, you should they build, pride no. will not allow you it. Should not very many people sh- play with dual blades. You should build a shared Infendo Monster Hunter Trello board. Now, what he should what build is an Trello app. Board? What he should build is an him. app that he can sell for money. <laughs> Turn there his problem go. into a gift. Uh, Trello is go. like a spreadsheet but visual. Um, oh. Go on. Okay. Okay. Um, the only thing I really have to talk about, I did a hunt today that I'm really proud of. Um, it had Magnamalo, which is the big purple monster uh, that's on the box. Um, it had Beetlejuice, the Basil Geist monster. Who is the other monster that was in that, Lucas? There was um, the third monster oh, in Rajang. that one hunt. Rajang. Who was the one that like destroyed me and Lucas the first time we fought him. Yeah, that one. So it's an arena hunt, which means you're not in a big giant overworld. You're in, in a, a teeny, cage. Tiny little circle. It's the cage match of Monster Hunter. I actually really like those because you don't have to like go anywhere. It's just well, like, yeah. oh, here I am, time to kill. <laughs> and so the first thing I'm coming up against is a Rajang, and I'm like, okay, you know. So I'm trying to kill him real quick, and before his half, before his health bar is probably even halfway down, I'm guessing, the second monster shows up, and I realize it's the uh, Basil Geist monster, and he also destroyed me and Lucas he's a the first monster time guys he scatters these scales that explode like a few seconds later mm-hmm. so he'll like hit yeah. you and knock you into the scales then before you can recover the scales blow up and you take like twice as much damage and, and then it's... you're on fire and then you have to roll three to f- it's three times if you're not in demon mode in dual blades or it's five times lucas if you're in demon mode in dual blades you know that, that you might not dodge. be not not to turn this into Monster Hunter Shop Talk, but if you put the dual blades away, I'd imagine it would be three because you'd do like an actual well, roll. Yeah, but okay, so then I, I'm, I'm having to fight these two guys at the same time. 
Both Welcome to our lives. <laughs> and is, there, fi- is there going to be a Monster Hunter podcast? This literally, next? this sounds yeah. like Grendel's cave, but except for visual, it's like, oh, yeah, God, it, that, this yeah. spider webbed me, so now I have to take the webbing well, off of me. Oh, don't even get us started turns. on. Don't even Eugene. get us started on Nacra or whatever her name yeah, is. Yeah, there's the a spider monster, and he is an asshole in the uh, in the one battles that I can't stand. So I finally get the first monster where he's capable. I cap him. And then I'm trying to take down the second monster. And then Magnamalo shows up. And I'm like, oh my god. I died twice. I'm thinking, I don't know if I can do this. I did end up beating it, though. I, I capped I'm on a monsters. call with him the entire way today while he's doing yeah, this. That, so. that was a 35-minute roller coaster. But I did it. I beat it. I'm proud of myself. That's probably the hardest hunt that I've done solo. And the, the fun thing about that hunt is you have to do it solo. It's not one that's available in the online modes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so. they just they just added it to like the hardest mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. solo stuff. It's called it's that like advanced seems like, or something. That so. seems like very non monster hunter esque. Don't they usually do the opposite of that? They do that every now and then. Yeah. Um. Uh, back in like, I mean, God, what are we even talking about? Like Monster Hunter Four, Monster Hunter Three. They used to have a lot of like. So they usually do a solo stuff, and then they do like the online stuff, and it's usually right. separate. It might not have been World, but um. But yeah, no, sometimes they'll get really hard with, like, the solo hunts. Like, I remember back when, like, Mike and I used to play, it was like, okay, well, here I go to spend 50 minutes hunting, like, five monsters in the arena. Hope the timer doesn't expire before, yeah. you know, that kind of stuff. So, yeah, so, no, and, definitely throw that And by in. the way, the event quests that they announced, the first one came out. I have an announcement in my Discord. Um, you have to go see the mail courier, evidently, to download it, but it just came out about two hours ago. Oh, well, I guess I'm going to be doing and that after the show. It's your boy, Lucas. It's that uh, big green duck dude. Oh, uh, God. I can't Tet- remember his name. Tetranodon. Tet- Tet- yeah, Tetranodon. It's yeah. him. Cool. So, well, that'll be fun. You get an emote. But Steve so and I... Racial slur. You, tetra- <laughs> you Tetranodon. <laughs> um, so Steve and I have a appointment, um, I believe after the show is when we're planning on doing this to, to yeah. get past our HR 40 barrier that we're at now and hunt Tiastra, who's like the final big one that came out with this update. Yeah. So and that, that's kind of what this update's doing is like, it locks you into an HR and you can't advance past that until you do your, do your urgent. Mm-hmm. So Lucas and I are getting to the point of urgence and then we're like, okay, we're going to meet at this time. We're going to knock this urgent out and then we'll go back. So, yeah, that's the next one is to get rid of this urgent. And then I think after our next urgent, it gets really good for us, because then we can just play. And then finally, the game gets good, guys. So. Right? I, I just About crossed 70 the 90. hours in. Oh, we're so talking the, 130. This game <laughs> came out four weeks ago, and I just crossed 92 hours. Jeez. Well, you remember my story. Like, the first weekend, I put, like, 60 hours well, into it. So I've, I, been, I, I've been passive. I put 50 into the first weekend, and since then, we've done another 40. It's a good game. I'm really enjoying it. And that's all I played. I had, like I say, I was going to start playing Doom, the 2016 Doom, and then they announced the 2.0 update was coming out. I'm like, well, I guess I'll put Doom back on the shelf of shame. Hey. I I did play uh, one level of Doom 1993 or whatever year that came out um, the other night just because Steve mentioned it on the last podcast and I had to 
Look pop it out. I'm an influencer, you guys. It's kind of what we do on the. It's like, oh, <laughs> hey, have you heard about Fuser? Yeah, let's all buy it and play it for a day, and then yeah. I'm so. You know. Hey, I, I do have one more game. video game related thing to to really quickly talk about before I think yeah. we're done with change the system. Yeah. I uh, watched Mortal Kombat this week. Oh, new, I also watched it. Good movie. I, I didn't watch it. I did not like it as much as the Steve original. Steve said you weren't going to like it. I did say you weren't going to like it. He got on the call, and I was like, how was Mortal Kombat? He was like, I really enjoyed it. He was like, Justin's not going to like it. <laughs> yeah, I liked it. It was, it just, I, I missed not the as much goofiness the of I, I miss the goofiness of, of the original. Um, if you really want well, to know what my opinions are on it, go to uh, Facebook and search for Master Claus okay. Movie Reviews, and I have a whole page of movies that I have reviewed. I wanted I, to throw in a joke there where I was like, and if you want to know my opinions, go to Facebook.com slash Don't Tread <laughs> On Me or something. But, you know, I couldn't... I, couldn't I do like the original Lord Ra Of the three people that have played Raiden, I like the original one best. I think he had the most personality. Yeah, the one that, that was Dexter's dad, I don't think he was as good as Raiden. I have nothing to contribute to this. I don't know. Oh, oh James Romar, yeah. yeah. I enjoyed the Mario Brothers movie. <laughs> the Sonic movie was really good last year. I have still have not seen sequel. that yet. Oh, there's been news from the set of Sonic, Lucas. Okay, okay tell, yes. Straight Tails from is there. Well, Tails is there. Okay, that's good. Knuckles is there. Oh, that's very good. Mm -hmm. I just got the rock is, to play him. Is Jim Carrey <laughs> there? He damn well better be. They haven't be. shown pictures of Jim Carrey yet. He better be. Because if he's not there, then so I'm not Probably there. not. Jim Carrey doesn't do sequels. All right, I'm cutting the umbilical cord on this episode, guys. Mm -hmm. And what I will say is we do not have a question block segment because none of you wrote in on our Discord None of questions. you love us. That said, if you listen to this show and you, you sit there and you think, oh, gosh, I just I really want to know what color their underwear is this week. Why does it um, always Spoiler, right? <laughs> none. <laughs> well, mine, you can find, mine are brown skid mark. You can find that. Uh. And you can ask us anything you want. And as long as it's not, like, racist or something, we're going to say what we, what we mm -hmm. think. So, like, ask us questions. Go to our Discord. Ask us questions in the question block. We will answer them. They don't have to be about video games. We'll do it. We're desperate. If it is racist, we'll cut it out. Exactly. We'll save that for a special episode. Um, well, thank you guys so much for listening. We will be back next week with episode 593. I still can't believe how many of these there are. Um, <laughs> we'll see you real soon. Have a good night or morning or afternoon or dawn. In case Peace. I don't see you, good afternoon, good evening, and good night. Dad, son of a bitch. Bye-bye! <laughs> So I get bored at work sometimes. When I do, I head over to twitch.tv slash Radio and get caught up on last week's episode. 